Wake up, buyer payer people. It's a beautiful day. Go grab yourself another cup of joe and say hello to Jim and Michelle Rhodes on the Buy Here, Pay Here morning show. Take it away, you two. Good morning, everybody. Hello. Happy hey. Monday. Sorry to be late. Yeah. Trying a new uh, computer running everything from and yeah. we're just a little bit of a different setup than what we've used in the past. And so, yeah, we're trying we something new. we know you folks just sit right at your desk <laughs> at like 8.59, just say, it's time for the morning Where show. We know are you just they? camp out waiting for the morning show. I know. Show. I know. Um, yeah. Well, you know, because we're pretty fun. Yeah, of course. Um, but so. you're fun. Yeah. Well, we're fun. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I was, I was actually talking about fun. Um, when we were kind of setting up some of the new stuff, I was running some, um, some different video clips that we mm-hmm. use every once in a while. And I ran across the Swahili one oh, yeah. and just laughed and giggled. it's like, I really, I really should put that in a fast track for a better mood because oh, yeah. it just makes me like laugh, laugh super it. hard. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's funny. Um, so, you know, it's Monday. Yeah, it um, feels like a Monday. It feels like a Monday, but I actually have to admit this morning I woke up and I was like, oh, morning show, it's Friday. And I was like, it's, mm-hmm. wait a second, it's not Friday. Right. <laughs> it's very not Friday. So, um, so yeah, we, uh, good. it was a good weekend. I hope you all had a good weekend. We, um, we spent some time um, just, you know, like... W- the stuff that we do where we just spend some time planning and, and, and not necessarily in work, work mode, but just, yeah. yeah, doing some, doing some brainstorming and working as we call it kind of in a way working on our business and on our life instead of in our life and in our business. Yeah. I, I actually <laughs> did a fair amount of that this weekend. In fact, uh, preparations for upcoming morning shows and oh, yeah, some of the yeah, other events yeah. that are on the horizon. So I spent a good amount of time. I mean, and that's in a way working in the business. Of oh, course, yeah. But it's like kind of getting ahead of it so that, but yeah. um, as we go into our topic for today, which for those tuning in, we're, uh-huh. we're going to talk today about what, what it looks like to be successful and buy here, pay here in this climate. Okay. So mm-hmm. we've got some pretty clear ideas and especially coming off of the good morning, George. Good spat. morning, George. <laughs> um, so we've, we've got some really clear ideas. I get, one of the things that happened with me over the weekend mm-hmm. is I was able to spend some time and go back and, and go through some of those sessions from our live stream day. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Uh, and well, and, and we were talking this morning as we were getting ready that uh, we, we go walking um, three days a week and um, because there's just trails right by where we live that are amazing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so we were talking about, Hey, we should use, cause we usually just talk and we were talking about, Hey, we should use a couple of those a week to listen to something sure. um, because, you know, we kind of like each other. We spend a lot of time with each other. Yeah. We talk, 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 talk. It's like we never run out of things to say to each other. So, um, but we were thinking that would be really good to to review some of those. And we were talking this morning about yeah. that we're, we're walking um, tomorrow and, and Jim goes, okay, so I would really like us to listen to X tomorrow. Yeah. And cause it's something that's coming up that we on we, Wednesday. On Wednesday. So and yeah, so, don't yeah. miss Wednesday's show. We got Steve yeah. Levine coming and yes. it's kind of on the, we chose, we recorded recently a tote the note podcast with Brent Carmichael, uh-huh. Steve Levine on how to uh, 
uh, underwrite in a way that is both flexible and compliant. Uh-huh. So Steve really gives very good information uh-huh. in that broadcast. So he's also going to be live with us on the morning show on Wednesday, yeah. and then we're going to release. Yeah, and it up. was I, just some of the stuff that I've seen from that because I've seen little like snippets. Is mm-hmm. that it's like you can still do a lot of the things and be mm-hmm. flexible and all of that and, and also stay compliant. Yeah. So he, he gives some really good information just from the the short thing. So that was one of the ones that Jim's like, we should watch that or we yeah. should listen to that tomorrow before we, yeah. Before I, we and I've heard it. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I played it all back over the weekend. It's really great stuff. And Steve is, you know, most people who know Steve knows he's very generous. And I said, so in the broadcast, mm-hmm. like he's very generous with his time and with, and sharing with dealers how to, mm-hmm you know, stay compliant. And obviously that's the business that he's in, but he's just also just very, um, very generous with knowledge and, and information and, and genuinely seems to care about dealers in the buy here, pay your space. So please yeah. tune in on Wednesday, hear what Steve has to say about yeah. that. And then you'll want to catch the, the toe to note. Yeah, and good morning, Tyler up. too. Yeah. Tyler um, uh, yeah. So that's, that's one of the things that is coming up. Also Friday, um, we've already got yeah. our, uh, we got confirmation just this morning yeah. that Jimmy Rambo will be able to join us on Friday. So we're going to talk gonna- about Collateral recovery. Collateral recovery. And that's a big deal. If you've got any kind of um, outside uh, funding, yeah. um, that collateral recovery rate is is a big deal. Yeah, we'll talk about how that yeah. is part of this whole thing about success. To You know, the mm-hmm. difference between the next three years in your buy here, pay your business being successful or stressful or worse. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's kind of the way I chose well, to break it out. It's like, I, I like how you said s- successful, stressful, or worse, because we're seeing some of the worse mm-hmm. and, and it might not be collateral recovery rate. It might be other things, but there's some, you know, there's some, I made a long a, list. there's, there's a little bit of shakeup in a yeah. few things. And that actually ties into what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Um, and also having watched the first four um, sessions Mm -hmm. of that live stream the other day, there's just, there's so much rich advice in there from so many great people in the industry. So I'm able to take my own experience and bring in the perspective of those professionals and kind of, I think this morning we're going to give you some very specific Mm -hmm. um, things and kind of, this is really mostly my own perspective, like 20 some odd years of doing this, had a dealership that Mm -hmm. ultimately my own dealership failed. Back in, you know, I was in business through the 2008 thing. Mm -hmm. So a lot of lessons learned there. I always ask people, you know, when you think about these kind of things is Uh when, when in successes and failure, and we talk about sometimes failure is a necessary thing to grow and develop and and ultimately, you know, have your, your grander success. Yeah. That's not about me so much. It's like, it's like, are you, are you smart enough to learn from your mistakes? Yeah. It's a simple question. Are we smart enough to learn from our mistakes? And if so, then the failures and the mistakes we can learn from, we can get better. For today, we're trying to help you avoid mistakes. Well, (laughs) yeah. And I, you know, I, I'm, uh, I don't have the 20 some odd years of experience, but I, I pay attention to what's happening on um, social media and what, what people are talking about. And there's a level of like discomfort. Yeah. Um, and uh, stress, discomfort. And it's like, okay, uh, it, we're, we're, there's been some of the big players that have been folding or closing their doors mm-hmm. or whatever. And so it's like the first question that comes out is why, right. because, and, and I, and I, from my perspective, it's not, it's not about, um, it's not about, uh, uh, like, 
I want to gossip or I want to, you know, it's about what did they do that was wrong? Cause I got, I want to kind of put my business through. It's like, what, what is it that caused that to happen? And so I, I see when I'm looking at that and I do see it here in echo too. Um, I see when I look at that, that there's a level of there's discomfort. It's like, okay, if the big guys, what is it that happened? How can, how can I mitigate that? Because it, it, it creates a level of, of discomfort. And so part of what we, with what we were talking about today is, is Jim was like, you know, breaking it down to, you know, stressful mm-hmm. surviving or thriving. I mean, what, where, yeah. You know. And I think when you bring up the big players, mm-hmm. I would just, let me a couple thoughts here. I think dealers in general in the buy here, payer space are, um, they're pretty fearless entrepreneurs. They wouldn't be in oh, that yeah. business at all were it not for their, willingness to go out and be those mavericks and drive ahead and and do that and be, have that fierce independence, right. That is by here payer. Mm-hmm. So that's part of who they are, but I can just tell you as a former dealer myself, current entrepreneur, whatever it's like, the reality is when those dealers are driving down the road in the evening or whatever, coming back from a car auction, have some private time, phones not ringing. They have their moments where yeah. they're concerned about, am I, good enough? Am I solid enough to survive whatever's coming here? So in their quiet moments, that's a real thing. And so I'm just saying when we can, when we can put aside ego for a minute and we can just say, okay, what do I need to do for the sake of my business? Mm -hmm. And, and I'll, I'll give you a a shortcut. I can tell you what the answer is not to do in terms of if times are going to get in tough, right? Yeah. You can talk about that. We've talked about that in our own business and you've heard me talk about that in other contexts. One of the things we see sometimes, and listen, I've, I've seen it, other businesses, even family members, like I've just seen people dig in and try to say, okay, it's getting difficult. And and they think I'm going to work more. I'm going to sell more. I'm going to buy more. I'm going to sell more. I'm going to work more. I'm going to sleep less. And I'm going to, I'm going to dig myself out of this by doing more in my business. Yeah. And, and so uh, because and another thing that came out of our yeah. live stream is people acknowledge what you and I talk about a lot. A lot of dealers in our space are sales minded. Mm-hmm. They come from a sales mentality, sell, sell, sell. And they sometimes think they can outsell a problem. We've covered this some in the past. It's like you feel like sometimes you can outsell a problem, sell your way out of trouble. I, I don't have any problem. It's not solved through sales, mm-hmm. you know? And so, um, and that's just not true. That's what we're, our experience has been. doesn't mean, it's just mm-hmm. most times that's not the answer. So, you know, I think what you'll hear as we kind of go through this list and talk through the pieces is I would say that the most successful mm-hmm. dealers are going to be the ones who can make time to work on their business. So, so, you know, yes, about that some. on yeah. our business mm-hmm. instead of in our business. And, and it's, it's, we, that's been a, 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 uh, theme that we have brought up many, many, many times since we started this right. is that um, that there really is a difference. And first off is to recognize what activities am I doing that are about me working in my business and what activities are, are am I doing that I'm working on my business sure. and, you know, finding, carving out the time. But the working on your business um, – you can't, you can't improve something until you step back and look at the big picture. And, and I just, yeah, Yeah. that if there's a problem, it requires some, um, objectivity. Yeah. Um, and when you're too far into the weeds in your own business, 
it is really hard to be objective. I think you might be thinking subject. Like you, you also need to be able yeah. to, either way, you, you kind of got to be able to get, gain <laughs> to this. Yeah, words. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll know what I was talking about. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. squirrel. Yeah. Okay. She's embarrassed. So. No, I was thinking about what we were talking about, but it was like the kids, that, the grandma that got the Amazon package, and oh, she's yeah. like, I just got a package from Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Yeah. I would got some words. Yeah, yeah. Done. True. Okay. Uh, so I uh, just think the thing that happens with um, our buy here, payer business, uh -huh. and, and it happens with a lot of businesses. And I can just say, I'm, I'm kind of start through a list here mm -hmm. of the things that we feel like, and this is not just me. I'm telling you folks, you're going to want to, you're going to want to get your hands on that um, live stream if you missed it. Oh my gosh. Cause there's a whole session there's on so much. what are the, and, um, it was on the tiles. It was the KPIs for survivability and it's, but it's like, there was a whole session just, just really yeah. on, on, um, you know, we did capital, we did that, we did, um, boy. Well, yeah. so think about um, this. I mean, the, the capital session was, and, and I look forward, you haven't been back to digest all that, and you were busy that day, so while you were there. I was listening, but stuff. I wasn't listening because I was yeah, paying attention busy, to all the stuff. Yeah. The stuff. yeah, but I'm just telling you, that capital session, um, we did 75-minute sessions, and there's a session that Brent Carmichael and Jeff Watson moderated with. Which with capital. You know, all your, you mm -hmm. know, Primalin, Spartan, Agora, you know, LHPH Capital, all those folks are there. Stanton mm -hmm. Brown was there from First Horizon. Like, mm -hmm. And they gave very specific information about how dealers can position themselves to be successful. And you were talking with about capital. a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. And yeah. I would say yeah. that if we think about what it looks like to be successful in buy here, pay here mm -hmm. in the coming years, access, access to capital is going to be a big one. Now, and proper structure. Yeah. Of, of and, and just, you know, a healthy capital. business, you're not going to be able to access capital if your business is not healthy. So I want to give dealers this morning as clear an understanding about how what it means to be successful in mm -hmm. Certainly in difficult times, there are some who will say, and mm -hmm. I tend to agree, not only do dealers have a chance to be successful in this upcoming period, they have a chance to be wildly successful. There's going to be a tremendous amount of opportunity as this economy falters. That means there's going to be more people fall into the, the poor credit segment. We know that. We, we know, know that. that. So it's, uh, and it's like, okay, so we know that and it's starting to happen. And so why are the big guys falling? I think it's a different thing. I think the thing with the big folks, it, it's a wake up call for dealers, but I think my experience with the the big dealers, the the big dealer groups mm -hmm. is that they're, they're almost playing a different game. Like they're in a different um, segment and have a different strategy. So I would say there's a limit to what you can conclude to seeing these big dealer groups falter. Okay. Um, so they're, but one conclusion we can probably draw it's typically going to be, in my mind, it's going to be one of two things that put them under. Their leverage, the portfolio didn't perform well enough to stay in favor with their lender. They didn't stay yeah. in covenants and mm -hmm. ratio with their lender. So that would be potentially one. Mm -hmm. The other is going to be just losing control of spending and overhead. So the combination of those things, if you don't, because like any business, I always say, these portfolios are a lot less risky than the whole overhead side. Like any business, it doesn't matter if you and I go open a restaurant, it's like, the overhead will be the biggest threat to our business typically. And that's even that's, true in buy here, pay That's right true. Here. That's yeah. true. And that kind of like was part of what we were uh, discussing this morning right. um, over coffee 
And so I, we, Jim wrote them all down and just, you know, see y'all, we, we like, we usually have like this thing of notes Mm -hmm. that we go through when we're, so we know, um, we know like, don't forget this, don't forget this, all Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And there's a lot today. And so hopefully we can get through or at least give each of these kind of things enough time to people to not just skim, but just Mm -hmm. kind of talk about. Um, you know, maybe it may be another, who knows, it may be a little bit longer than 30 minutes sure. or it may not, who knows. Yeah. yeah. So but, I think the, yeah. um, the thing to understand is, um, there, we got to know our numbers. Okay. Mm-hmm. So as a dealer, I'm just saying, it's going to be really important that you know your numbers. We talked to a ton of people who just don't, they don't know which numbers so, to look at. That, they don't that's know how the to find thing the is, it's like, we, we're always saying, know your numbers, know your numbers, know your, what yeah. numbers, what numbers are, what numbers are the, the important things. And that was kind of part of that KPI thing from the, the all day long event. What are the numbers? One of the first ones I'd say is join us on Friday and Jimmy Rambo and yes. I will walk you through. And we, we're going to invite a couple of dealers to join that as well. But it's like, let's, let's understand collateral recovery rate. If you watch that live stream, you're going to see those mm-hmm. lenders explain why this is so important for dealers to understand that, understand what it means to their business. Yeah. So if you were going to pick, you know, a couple of numbers for me, it would be collection efficiency would be one of the things you'd want to monitor on a, on a more routine basis. There is so much information out there. If picture. you're going like, what's collection efficiency, yeah, efficiency rate, Jim's so, talked about it. There's so much out there. And, but and bottom line is yeah. dealers to be successful. You got to know your numbers. You got to yeah. know uh-huh. how your business is performing. So that means, that means, I got to be able to take some time mm-hmm. away from buying cars and being out there making the approval decisions and all the stuff that is being a dealer. When we find ourselves managing the business and not and managing really you, hat. we got to be able to <laughs> yeah. take our manager hat off and put our owner hat on and we got to go sit down at our desk and, and close our door. You know, I can't, I, there's a lot of dealers that we've talked to that it's like, Oh, I hate that. Or, or, um, or we'll hear, I, you know, when we come and we do, um, a discovery visit and we get to know, you know, we talk, I talk to a lot of the the team members and, and, you know, I've heard too from other, other, um, the team members on, it's like, oh, they hate that. They hate doing that thing. And so, you know, sometimes I'll ha- I'll hop in and I'll help or, you know, uh, just different things that are about like really keeping track mm-hmm. of what's happening, um, with their, you know, their performance or their financials or yeah. that kind of stuff. And I think, you know, yeah. we just, I can it's, understand. It's important. It, oh, yeah. It's, it's so going to be super critical. Be it's, it's always involved in that. Yeah. Yeah. It's always essential. I'm just saying, if we, if we recognize that we're heading into some shaky economic times, yeah, then it's going to be the, the, the difference between survival Mm-hmm. For a lot of these dealers, I'm just going to be as clear as I possibly can. I think that if you want to be confident that you're going to survive this difficult stretch and thrive because of all the opportunity, it's going to be access to capital, which means I got to know my numbers. That means performance numbers. That means at least monthly numbers. And we would be recommending some weeklies. Like I, we, we show up at a lot of dealerships where they don't really track any kind of monthly performance. And so I just, I think we have to know how our assets are performing. Okay. That's mm-hmm. one. And so, so some of the other numbers would be financial. So if I'm going to give you your two, accounting. know your collateral recovery rate, yeah. track your changes in equity. Okay. Like we got to, like, if you just want to keep it simple, keep an eye on that balance sheet, look at changes in equity. Uh-huh. Okay. Make sure you know, because that's the quickest indication of your profitability. When you're profitable, when you're profitable in a given month, your equity is going to go up. Uh-huh. Right. And so you should see that 
you know, watch that number. And if you see that number shrinking, get on the phone and call Amanda Sanchez or call us or call somebody and figure out what's going on and how, yeah. do, how do I solve that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Fix it. Don't, don't just say, I can solve that by buying more cars, you know, it's like so, or, yeah. or sleeping less, yeah. you know, that's the thing that we're trying to <laughs> emphasize is that's that exactly really yeah. for dealers to be successful going forward is going to be really important to, you know, know their customers too. That was another thing that came up yeah, in our live stream. We talk about that a lot. And we, that's, you know, it's like, I, I, what I found I really enjoyed here is that uh, you were like, know your numbers, know your customers. And that's kind of like the titles for a lot of the stuff that's for the dealer track, but um, the BHB Institute. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, so knowing your customer is, I mean, that's, yeah. Well, it's think and, about and, it. and keeping a connection to your customer too, but it's, it's about knowing true. who they are and. It's always true. And, and I think what we, we've talked about in the past that, you know, it's, it's true in any business that mm-hmm. and part of marketing, we sometimes talk about marketing is advertising and selling, advertising and selling. Another part of marketing is surveying and verifying that you're scratching the itch that the customer has. So it's like, we got to know this customer. We got to know what their needs are, which is going to help us on both the sales side, marketing side and collections. We got to get to know our customers and be sure we, we I would, connect I would, with them. Yeah, I would ask, you know, dealers out there that might have hit like a, there's a, um, a, a squeeze on their business mm-hmm. and how, if you have a good relationship with your customer, mm-hmm. you can lean into that and yeah. and really drive fixing that is sure. leaning into knowing your customer and that relationships that you've been building and it's like it's time to kind of step in and and when you know your customer yeah that that can yeah that can and i can also lot. say that one of the things about our business this came mm-hmm. up in a recent conversation but it's like one of the other things in buy here pay here is it's been said many times i didn't invent it the expression it's like in our business, it's not so much about how many cars we sell, it's how many accounts we keep sold. Okay, so that has mm-hmm. a lot to do with, I think probably, <laughs> we probably can't talk about that. Yes. It's like being, yes. because as economy gets tough, you know, you're going to see people struggle and what is, how do we keep them? How do we manage that? And that's, you know, I, I, the, that knowing your customers, there are two dealers I can think of that we know very well that really shine in that. Mm-hmm. Um, one is Gordy Tormolin, yeah. um, that he, Gordy hasn't spent a dime in advertising and I can't tell you how long, but he, cause he keeps a really good, um, uh, pulse on his customer. Mm-hmm. He knows his customer. And so most of everybody that comes into the dealership are repeats or referrals. Mm-hmm. And that's that, um, you know, keeping a customer it's, it's not the, I sold a lot of cars. It's like, how do you retain a customer? How do right. you, how do you keep that going? And the other one is Tommy. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's, it's, it's like, I, I, uh, I see like when I talked about leaning in, Tommy's been doing a lot of leaning in with his customers and it's like the, the, what he created earlier is paying off. I mean, it's, it starts to pay off where it's like, we're, we're, um, you know, leaning into and leaning into that. Yeah. It's about establishing a relationship. Like we, yeah. we have a different customer interaction. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, if you and I went and opened a store that sold cookies and you would have some relationship with your mm-hmm. customers and yes, you would want to earn them coming back. But in that scenario, you have to sell the customer again and again to that's the kind of customer relationship, mm-hmm. a new sale, yep. a new transaction. In our case, we have a single transaction that we hope is going to last 
you know, four years, right? Yes. And so that just means we got to be prepared to maintain that relationship. So, mm-hmm. so that just, that's part of two. The other thing that I think about when I see the big, big operations, multi, mm-hmm. you know, these scaled operations <clears throat> failing, that's another thing that happens in scale is it's very difficult to maintain that level of relationship with the customer community. And so yeah. when times are hard and the customer's struggling, it just stands to reason that more of them are going to fail. We're, we're seeing numbers say the delinquency numbers are coming up. That suggests charge-offs are coming. That means dealers are going to have repos on their back line. That they got to, so we'd like to have fewer repos. That's always our strategy in collections. Mm-hmm. That's always why, you know, the customer um, focus mm-hmm. on sales and collections. Mm-hmm. But the other thing I would ask dealers to think about is we, we all know that our business has a better chance to be successful when it's efficient. Like that's not new to you, but I would say if you're a dealer, one of the things we would be urging, you know, our clients to do, and they've seen us do, and that we would urge anybody out there to go look at your business, take some time away and, and analyze your business. And, and that would be like part of the analysis would be what we call a gap analysis. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's a, or what is called a gap Strengths, analysis. Strengths, weaknesses, threats, and opportunities. That's different. Like oh no, the, that's, the gap yeah, is that's identifying those things that are oh. missing. Okay. Yes. So Sorry. again, yeah, all this you. stuff ties back to, um, um, it ties back to this thing about being able to identify the stuff, mm-hmm. take a break, uh-huh. see the thing for what it is, and and be able to analyze those things. Because when I think about the capital, we all know in buy here, pay here, capital is going to be key. So it's either getting access to capital or getting your business healthy enough that it qualifies for a more affordable bucket of money. Uh-huh. You know, it's going to be those kind yeah. of things. So this is going to be the key to what I think mm-hmm. separates the winners and losers so, in the coming years. Yeah. So it, and it's like, it obviously means uh, it's super important that capital piece. Cause I mean, you know, it's the capital, it's the customer. It's that those are like, the two first things it's like knowing your numbers and understanding the capital piece and all of that, knowing your customer. And then there was a third, there's the third thing on here. I was, I was like, we, Jim and I talk an awful lot about the flow mm-hmm. and, um, and that, you know, we, we kind of, we were chatting about that this morning, the flow of your business. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, we, we were talking about the pinch points too. It's like watching how things flow from, acquisition to on the lot to contracted to to from handoff from contracting to collections to um to the the collection process to bringing them back in for their next of that it's like paying attention to how those things flow yeah um in in uh in the because it's all of those things are part of the life cycle of a customer right and um, if there's if there are parts of that that there's a constriction, mm-hmm. or parts of that that there's a miscommunication, mm-hmm. or parts of that where there's uh, you know lack you know miscommunication, lack of communication, mm-hmm. um, that can create uh, it uh, um, just like the those bottlenecks and those problems which can which can compound sure. pretty quickly. Yeah. And I think um, the the flow piece that came to mind for me is because let me just ask if, if I got a dealer listening, let me just ask a dealer. Mm-hmm. If you heard of a dealership that was really efficient in managing their leads, they were very consistent and efficient in, man- in creating leads, closing them, success in collections and success in their capital side of their business, mm-hmm. their funding. Do we think that business is going to be successful? 
I do. Mm-hmm. If you've got if you've got the ability, because one of the ways I'm thinking about it is, if you have breakdown, if you have great lead flow, but you don't have the capital to fund them, yeah, that's a problem. That's a bottleneck. If you yeah. got plenty of capital, but you don't have enough leads, that doesn't work. So it's like finding that mm-hmm. balance of sales and inventory. Inventory's got to mm-hmm. be, a, you know, we all know the struggles with inventory, but when we get efficient, lead flow, inventory, capital, we can grow. We're, we're going to be mm-hmm. efficient and successful. So one of the other things we, we talked about that came up also in the live stream is the, the word being adaptive. Okay. So that also to me has to do with how can you adapt if you don't know what's going on with your customers in the market, you got to be receptive, you got to yeah. be attentive and adaptive. And, and, you know, part of that adaptive um, piece of that is, is, you know, um, learning how to better utilize your DMS, mm-hmm. because that can be such a, you know, if you're paying for it already, it's like, know how to use the tool yeah. and let go of, it's like lean into there are some things that can really help you, um, but it's it's also um, you know there there are tools and ways of operating that are out there that can um, you know they might have an expense on the front end, but they will save you um, on the back end, sure. or they'll bring more of something in. So like if your bottleneck is is I just can't get enough people through the door, well then that might be. A marketing thing and so you know it's like what what kind of things are out there that can help with that and so to me i kind of look at as adaptive too as lean into um the 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 things that are out there that can help Mm -hmm. and a lot of times the best way to to educate yourself about what are the things that are out there are conferences are 20 groups are um you know, the, I think you wrote down online discussions, um, online discussions like well, podcasts or online courses. Online courses. I mean, we have our online stuff. Yeah, it's like um, wherever you can go to get online education, like if you can't travel, you can't justify the trip mm-hmm, or whatever, then, yeah. then, you know, we get that. But that whole thing about, you know, it's the, the phrasing, I never have loved it, but it's like, they say that training doesn't cost, it pays, you know, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's an uh, investment. And if we're not prepared mm-hmm. to make that investment in ourselves, then we, we have to be prepared to pay a price for that. So, yeah, we got to educate ourselves. We got to get yeah. out there and learn the stuff. And so I think there, there are folks out there who are willing to help. I mean, gosh, that, that, that live stream day, just so many experts, really, dozens of people so, showed up and gave yeah. really great information. And, and it's stuff. It's and one, that's one of the things that I love about, I mean, obviously, I better love what we're doing. Um, (laughs) but that I really, really love about what we're doing is that, um, is, you know, not only is this something where we're, we are having a great time creating something that, that we're bringing conference level education Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, in some ways it's like, it's even, it's different too, even from that, because of being nimble that yeah. we can, we can be really, really nimble in, 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 in doing online mm-hmm. um, education. But the other part of that is, is that, that when it's done like that, you know, I, I talked to so many dealers, so we were, yeah, it's like you go to a conference and you have notes cause there's so much richness and there's so much stuff. And so you've got your book of notes and then, um, and then, you go to the next conference and it's like, crap, I only did like an eighth of all of the stuff um, because, you know, you get busy and all of that. Um, where when we, when you have the opportunity to be able to 
review, like in real time and be able to put those notes with, again, it's like, I'm watching the thing again and, and kind of like, it's a, re a refresher renewal. I think that that is really, at least for me, that's helpful for learning for, 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 um, for growing, for shifting, uh, that, that being able to, to, to really rewatch. And we do that ourselves though, Jim, because, sure. you know, we'll, we're actually there when things are being recorded and then we'll listen to it later. And it's like, sure. oh my gosh, I missed that. That ones. was, yeah. And that there's something else there that, that, um, you know, it's kind of like reading a really great book and every time you read it, you get something different and you get something new. Yeah, and so I, I really appreciate Everybody learns Online education too. Like yeah. how one, how you might absorb information be different yeah. for me. But I think the bigger part, part is how do you then implement it, which is a whole different episode. We've touched mm -hmm. on some of that stuff in the past, but yeah. we don't need to get into all that. It's like, you got to go learn it. Then you got to figure out yeah. how to implement it. Got to have a plan yeah. for implementing it, you know, right yeah. out of the gate. And so the other things that I had noted here was just this idea that, you know, capital access is going to be such an important piece. For the next, and so, yeah. so you, uh, you can name to me if I, if you're a dealer listening to me, you're going to name off to me the reasons that what Michelle and I are asking you to do is difficult. You're going to mm -hmm. say, I can't do this part. I can't do this part. And mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you how much of what you're telling me is a limitation could be solved with capital. If you had the funding to, you know, how many of the problems that you might describe to me in your operation could be solved with proper funding. So if the answer is, you know, a high number of them, then again, if your business is investable, fundable. That's what our mm -hmm. event was largely about. How do we get our business to be positioned well, where it could, has the opportunity to scale, has the opportunity to perform well when we're not there, mm -hmm. has the opportunity to move, allow us to move toward trans, uh, a transition toward um, retirement or whatever and have the business still perform. And all of those things that you would do in that regard are going to help with access mm -hmm. to capital. So it doesn't matter if it's private yeah. investment capital, if it's a lender, uh -huh. there's, there's going to be any number of ways to get there, but first got to identify what are the bottlenecks? Yeah. What are my current limitations? How would I solve that? And money would probably solve a lot of the things you would have. on Yeah. Your and you can find those bottlenecks, knowing your numbers, right. you know, knowing your flow, all that kind of stuff. I want to ask you just real quick is, you know, we, I think we kind of talked about this a few months back. Um, that uh, there's a difference between, well, and, and a lot of this is about the structure of the capital, but there's a real big difference between personal debt and business debt. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, you know, there's a lot of like, I don't want, I don't like personal, there's a lot of people out there that don't like personal debt. Okay. Um, it's a different thing. I mean, and, and to, 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 to see business debt through the same lens as personal debt, they're very different things, but even in the business debt, there's positive business debt and there's negative business debt. And, yeah. and so well, and that's not the only way to do this. Yeah. You can also fund it through equity, but you're going to have to yeah. find the experts who can help you. And, and we, we got a deal pending right now where we helped a dealer, you know, connect with a, and we ha had the meetings and we met with a would be investor and the documents are being drawn up. This private investor is going to invest in this dealership's business. So it's a, it's an, mm -hmm. you know, equity arrangement or debt, whatever is decided in the end, but there are ways to introduce capital. And so I'm just saying, you can't get there if, if all you're going to do is show up every day and work harder to sell more cars. Mm -hmm. you, you're never going to get to the place. You got to get be able to get away, get a desk at home, whatever that looks like, um, set up an office in your car, whatever has to happen to get you away from the the business so that you can step back and figure out, okay, what it's needs to happen? Picture. 
Yeah. yeah, I got to be able to work on the big picture. I got to be able to get myself positioned to make sure that my business is is in a good place to perform well, even when times get rocky. Yeah. And so, to me, that's that's really customer yeah. connection, making sure we're in touch, you know, in touch mm -hmm. with what's Knowing going on with numbers. the customers. Yeah, know the numbers. Got to got to make sure we know how the business is performing, uh -huh. and that's part, step that's back far enough part. to be able to say where are my bottlenecks, where are the things that are are holding me back, uh -huh. and and then yeah. when we get efficient in those areas, you know, and it's always it's an ongoing thing with a business. Like you don't just fix it once and it's solved. Like yeah. you just, but you verify that the things that you've installed are are creating mm -hmm. those efficiencies you're looking for, and now you've got a chance to um, one qualify for capital to improve your position and and maybe qualify for better capital mm -hmm. uh, we've worked with a lot of dealerships over the years that have multiple sources multiple buckets of money mm -hmm. and it could be private equity or whatever mm -hmm. i mean not maybe not private equity like outside equity group more like um, friends and family sort of mm -hmm. thing could work but well but it's like just there there is an opportunity we we are going to see lots of opportunity mm -hmm. in buy here payer we just know that and our lenders told us on the day of the live stream, they told us, here's what, you know, We're would keep a dealer from being fundable, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yep. And so I just think it's important for us to, to utilize that information. And last thing I would just say, and this is, you know, kind of a, a white hat Wednesday thing on a Monday, but I would just say one of the other pieces, and we don't have to go too deep into this today is, you know, when you go back and you take some time away from your business and you think about this whole planning thing is incorporate the heart into your thought process. We're up here in our head a lot of times thinking about our business and fixing the stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying, try to bring your heart to your business because it's going to affect this relationship with the customer. It's going to affect the relationship with your employees. It's going to affect your ability to execute on the long range plan. Mm -hmm. When your heart's in it, your, your success rate is much higher. That's an intangible thing that's hard to really you can't put that with your lender. You can't put on your application. I lead my business with heart. It's not going to help with your application, mm -hmm. but I'm saying it's going to permeate parts of your business in a way that it, it's not going to hurt you. I can promise you, yeah. you start putting your heart in your business. It, it cannot hurt. So you take no step backwards. Yeah. You know, yeah. White hat way. If you yeah. don't know what it is, you yeah. can go to the buyer pair Institute and there's a whole page on it sure. um, yeah. about what that, uh, the, the foundation pieces of that is that's and, part of it. Yeah. yeah. And we're, uh, we can probably yeah. wrap up there. I think that's, you know, we've, we've covered all the pieces that I had written. I mean, I think the so. thing about being, I didn't bring my glasses. So I'm like, she's <laughs> so struggling to read the stuff I wrote. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah I think so that's good. numbers, heart, customer flow, um, mm -hmm. and just like overall arching theme, um, is take the time mm -hmm. to step back out of your business mm -hmm. and look at your business and work on your business instead of being in it all the mm -hmm. time. And, yeah. and that, that goes for businesses that are family run. And it's just like, mom's doing this, kids doing this, dad's doing this. It's like that it's important to step away from that mm -hmm. and really look at it. And one other thing is uh, the whole thing about multi-locations versus single locations. You're going to have to, you're going to have to go to the live stream and listen mm -hmm. to all the people talk about that very thing. Like, so as you yeah. think about growth, some mm -hmm. of that, sometimes that's scale in terms of multiple locations. And sometimes it's just yeah. optimizing the location that you have. And so again, things you can learn in that, that. Oh, absolutely. And then, you know, we, uh, um, yeah. Great topic. Yeah. Uh, wrap up, make that. sure people know um, we got uh, Steve Levine on Wednesday. Steve Levine on Wednesday. Jimmy Rambo on Jimmy Friday. Jimmy Rambo on Friday. And BHPH then United starts on Sunday. <laughs>
there's so much stuff. Jeez. And then Neo. And then, and then Neo on Wednesday. on Wednesday. And then on no. Friday, we have Jeff Martin yeah. joining so us. So to be clear, too. Neo's a week from Wednesday, May 3rd. So let's just not. Not this Wednesday, but the following yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. Um, we have Jeff Martin joining us. And we're really, right. he's going to do the NIAD update. Yeah. And um, That's the first I'm Friday. really, really looking forward to. Yeah. We, we, um, yeah, it, not just the fact that he's the new executive director of we NIADA, like but we really do like the guy. Yeah. And, um, you know, we've, we've, yeah. we've had a chance to kind of get to know him at, through TIADA and through some other things that we've we've had some great conversations with, with Jeff. And yeah. so really, really great guy. Sure. Good leadership. So, yeah, yeah. excited to have really him. Really looking forward uh, to that. Come to the show. All right. Um, I, I think it is about time. Happy Monday. Enjoy your week, everyone. I hope you had a good day off yesterday at yeah, least. And yeah. um, and we will catch you all on Wednesday. Have a great day, guys. Thanks. Thanks.